0: Being busy is not the same as being productive. So how do you make sure that the time you're spending on your business is spent well? That's the topic of today's show, so you're just going to have to listen to find out. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from RoundPet, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about getting more done by doing less. And since I haven't mastered that skill, I'm going to invite Alex Sanfilippo to join me in the conversation. He is the host of Creating a Brand, a Top 20 Entrepreneurship Podcast, where he interviews successful leaders and experts on topics that matter to entrepreneurs like us, who want to grow faster, both personally and professionally, while saving time and money in the process. Alex, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be with you.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to have you. And I'm really excited to talk about productivity because I know that at the end of the day, I look back and go, okay, I did too much, but what did I get done? (laughs) So how do you do this? Where do you start?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I'm, I'm glad you asked where you start because a lot of people just assume they need to be more productive and maybe even more busy is kind of what we think, right? So, But you've already mm-hmm. kind of addressed that side of it, which being busy and productive doesn't mean you actually accomplish anything. And I have to say that that's the number one issue that I see is that, especially people that are listening to this podcast, I know your audience is, they're, they're high performers. They get a lot done, right? But if you're not getting the right stuff done, does it actually matter, is the question. And because of that, I always say the best place to start is with your purpose. It's with your why. It's the reason that you wanna do something in the first place. I love something that Michael Hyatt says. He says, when you know your why, you will know your way. It's, it's a great saying. Uh, Michael Hyatt is, is a star in this space, and he's always been a guy who's just accomplished so much. I think for all of us, the first thing we have to do is stop. We have to stop being busy. We have to stop even being productive and sit down. I always recommend doing this with a notepad, not even your phone, not your computer, but actually right now with a notepad. Why are you doing something? What's the purpose of it? And when you know that, you can actually figure out the destination a lot easier than if you're just continuously every day being productive and busy and busy and more busy. Because when you do that, it doesn't actually lead you closer to any true goal or purpose that you might have. So the first thing you want to do is sit down and say, okay, where am I going? Can I figure out this destination, which is my purpose, which is my why? If I can figure these things out, then connecting the dots become a lot easier. And everything else we do in between is just fill in that gap, if you will.
0: Absolutely. Taking the time to do that. I was talking to somebody just earlier today about this. So often during the week, you have all of this input and all these people coming at you. And it pulls you away from that why. And so I think coming back to that and sort of recentering on that helps you move forward to where you want to be. Yeah,
1: it absolutely does. Actually, I love something that Robert Kiyosaki says about the word focus. He says that focus stands for follow one course until successful. Oh, it's nice. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I love that.
0: Okay, so how about let's move away from the theory and let's talk about how do you manage your time on a daily basis to make sure that you are focusing on that one thing that's going to make you successful?
1: Yeah, I love that you're all about practicality. I think that's so important. We need People need to be able to have something to do, right? Something tangible. So it's great that we talk about this type of thing. And I think if I can give anyone an immediate first action, you have to take inventory. Because here's the thing, even if you can find that one thing that you need to do to lead to your ultimate success, to your why- We're all too busy to actually do that because you already mentioned it. We've got the emails. We've got the phone calls. We've got all these different opportunities. But the first thing we need to do is stop and take that inventory and say, and inventory is is, is simply sitting down, again, with a notepad, some sticky notes, a whiteboard, whatever it might be, and writing down everything that you do in a given day. And I recommend just following yourself for a week, following yourself with a notepad or something to write on for a week and write down everything that you seem to be doing. And then what you do is that following week is you look at it all and you say, okay, here is the, I don't know, 150 things that I do in any given week. Most of them are gonna be things like take out the trash, uh, do some chores around the house, do these different things that you can't get out of. But there's gonna be those things that you realize that are wasting a lot of time where you might say, okay, four hours a week, I'm actually spending it doing these tasks that don't really lead me anywhere. And they might not even be producing anything that's positive or meaningful to the world around me. And what you do is you start making time. So what you do is you start crossing these things off and eliminating them. You can either automate them. So there's a lot of automation tools these days. If you can find a way to automate things, go for it. Pay for tools to do that. The other thing is you can delegate. And that's where you just have a team member or somebody else that might be able to help you and assist you. And then the last thing is that you just might have to get rid of some things. I believe in this saying that we have to make room for the great by letting go of the good. We have some good things in our life that, although they're good, there there might be greatness just around the corner. If we're willing to say, okay, I've taken inventory, I just can't do this good thing anymore because I want to make room for that great thing that's right there. People just have to be willing to do that.
0: Absolutely. One of the lessons that I learned was based on this model of putting a bunch of rocks in a glass jar and then dropping in pebbles and then dropping in sand and then water. If you start with the sand, there's no room for the rocks. But if you start with those big things and you focus on getting those things done first, you still have room to drop the pebbles in and fit in between. So I've tried to start my day with that one thing that's important and get it done before I get distracted because I get distracted.
1: (laughs) I think the best of us do. And and you know what? A lot of us, again, we're kind of addicted to productivity. Many of us that are those side hustlers or those self-employed entrepreneurs, the people that are really making things happen. We're addicted to that productivity. So it makes a lot of sense that the first thing we want to do is check our email and check our social media and respond to everything because you feel like you're knocking out tasks that Mm -hmm. maybe it feels like they matter. and, And they do to some extent. But if you spend the first four hours of your day and you burn yourself out just by responding to everything, you're not actually building anything, right? And that's why we have to learn to prioritize our creative element. So whatever it is, it leads us closer to the end destination it is our creative element. That's what we can do. And I believe that we have to be willing to fight the temptation of the busy work that, yes, we have to do and have to get to. But if you think about it, a lot of that stuff is more mindless. You don't need a super fresh mind to respond to emails or to respond <laughs> to people on social media, right? But you do need a fresh mind to actually drive your business forward and to work on that big project. And you know the example you just gave is great. You want to put the rocks in before you put the sand in. So you start with those big tasks. And I always tell people, don't do more than three. A day. Find the three biggest things you can do to drive your business forward that matter the most. And then if you finish those all before 10 a.m., then great. Spend the rest of the day doing the administrative stuff. But make sure that you're prioritizing those things every single day and really knowing what they are.
0: You know, that that is so powerful. That idea that, that you give yourself permission to also narrow it down to three things. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my to-do list now and there are like 20 things on it but they're not all equally important. And so kind of getting your head around this idea that there are three. If I get these three done, that's going to make a real difference in my business or my life. That is that is fabulous advice. So what about finding kind of the balance? How do you give someone who's ready to start a, a business, how do you get them to not just look at what's it going to take to be successful in their business, but also to still maintain that life that they're hoping to have as a result of the business.
1: This is a good question because even if we get great everything we're talking about, like we find those three tasks and then you get really good at three, maybe make it five important tasks. You could be the richest person in the world in just a handful of years, right? You can really work your way all the way up. But at the end of the day, you don't have a life just because you have money or a successful business. You might not even enjoy it, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. I know some people that from a monetary perspective, they should be the happiest people on the planet based off what they have, but they are so unhappy, dissatisfied. And it's because they haven't actually lived life. They've perfected their craft from the side of I've built a successful business, but life is so much more than that. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. And I think the best advice I was ever given was actually from Dr. Ivan Meisner. He Mm -hmm. is the founder of BNI and, uh, he's considered like the, the networking King or the Godfather, I guess is what CNN called him at one point. But, uh, (laughs) Anyway, his advice to me when I was talking to him, was doing some coaching with him, and he said, Alex, the best thing that you can do as an entrepreneur is to be where your feet are. And that really needed some more definition for me, but he said, be where your feet are. What he meant by that is when you're working on the business, work on the business. Don't let your mind wander into what you're doing this weekend or what's going on after work. But then after work, when you're with your wife, when you're with your family, when you're out with friends, whatever you might be doing, be there instead of thinking, okay, tomorrow I got my three big things I gotta accomplish. It's gonna be pretty busy. I should get to bed early. Instead of thinking those things, wherever you are in the moment, be where your feet are and live right there. You've seen this as well as I have. When you're around an entrepreneur that you can tell they're they're listening to you, they're hearing you, but they're thinking about something else. It's almost like their eyes aren't really seeing what's in front of them. You can see them just looking through a flow chart of what they have to do next. But the thing is, we'll go through a whole life that way if we don't learn to just simply be where our feet are and enjoy the moment that we're in. And again, when you're at work, be at work. When you're at home, be at home. When you're out with friends, be with those friends. And when you learn to do this and be present in your life, it's so much more fulfilling.
0: Oh, that is such good advice because you know you wake up one day and you're not going to say at the end of your life, gosh, I really wish I had spent more time working on my business that that is not going to be your your final regret but missing those opportunities or not really experiencing the opportunities or just being afraid to take the time to live those opportunities that i think that's what people are going to regret at the end of their lives so great advice alex this went by so fast <laughs>
1: Yeah, after 500 episodes that you have, I imagine you, you get pretty used to these, these short episodes, but they're it's fantastic. It's a great – I love the format of this show.
0: I do too because I, I always have such great conversations and I know that you have got great conversations on your show as well. So I'm going to encourage my listeners when they're done with this episode to hop over to creatingabrand.com so they can hear your interviews with other entrepreneurs.
1: Well, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find more conversations like this, be sure to look for More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two, they're sure. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.